passport in Puerto Rico. You had, if you wanted to like apply for a passport, you had to fly to Florida to get a passport because that's how busted up they were there still for, for a long, long time. Um, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. I mean, imagine having to fly to, you know, basically another country to get a passport because the country you technically are a citizen of doesn't give a shit about you. <laughs> well, on that note, um, <laughs> we should probably get going. Uh, welcome to Move Left Idiots. A, oh, I was uh, going prog- already. <laughs> Sorry, just keep, talk over me. You don't have to stop when I talk. <laughs> I'm not stopping. Hey, Progressive Talk Podcast. Uh, there you I'm go. your host, Anthony Monterulo, uh, joined by my co-host, LaDonna Loki. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hi, <laughs> Howdy. And uh, my other co-host, uh, Cunt Rad Dracula. What's, what's going on? <laughs> uh, what did you say? What did you say? No! No! We're not yeah, having we'll, this we'll, discussion. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. We're going to get um, into that discussion. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it pretty much right now. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, actually, not a ton happened this week. I had to kind of sc- scrape to to get put a show together, but we I'm sure we'll have enough to talk about just with the uh, Roseanne thing and uh, the Samantha B thing and everything that kind of revolves around the Roseanne thing. Naughty words. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, if people didn't know this week, uh, Roseanne, uh, just absolute, you know, windbag of a human being, uh, got fired for being super racist on twitter and then blamed it on ambien bye-bye um yeah <laughs> not shedding too many tears for that one but i've taken see, ambien and you can blame yeah. it for a lot of fucked up shit but not what she said she <laughs> did you the, see the oh she pulled the dan white defense she pulled the dan white <laughs> twinkie defense that uh well i would normally say that but ambien made me made me racist <laughs> I had crazy dreams that lions were attacking me. Well, but people say no. you have crazy dreams, and sometimes <laughs> yeah. you sleepwalk. And um, but yeah, the makers of Ambien actually tweeted out that uh, <laughs> racism is not one of the known side effects of our product, <laughs> which was is actually brilliant. really funny, oh, that's uh, great. despite the fact that they're a horrible company. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so you know, everyone was like shocked by this, but. Well, the show was doing well, fucking, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's doing very That's well for conventional, you know, probably she 20 thought, mil a week. Yeah, she thought she could do whatever she wanted because her ratings were good. I, I don't even know if she thought. I, I, like, so, you know, no. <laughs> I, know I mean, the, the reason I say that is because this is not the first time she's said dumb shit on Twitter. Uh, right. Vox actually pulled up an article with like a million old tweets. Uh, I just want to read through a sample because they make no sense. They're 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 so schizophrenic. Um she tweeted out, uh, too bad Trayvon was unarmed, or GZ would have been the dead one. Arm all teenagers. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, then she tweeted out an uh, article uh, and then just wrote in all caps, uh, Islamic rape pedo culture. Uh, and then someone underneath that said, this has nothing to do with Islam. Stop spreading hate. I thought you were better than this, but you proved me wrong again. Then she just responded, fuck you. <laughs> um, and then, Great comeback. Yeah. Uh, I hope all the Jews leave UC Davis and then it gets nuked. Uh, Jew what? hater Hillary Clinton's handler, Huma Wiener, is a filthy Nazi whore. Uh, so, y- you know, I mean, y- you knew what you were getting with this package. This is not a fucking shock all of a sudden that she's some well, lunatic. 
the, I think the she shock was shocked. Is the, yeah, the she shock was is like, that she ever made it back to TV, though. Oh, yeah, well, it's network TV, and they're kind of like, what are we going to do, guys? No one watches this anymore. <laughs> no, but I think she was like, well, the president can say racist shit all day, and everyone pays attention to him. I can certainly do the same thing. I'm on back on TV, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, she forgot that we're still sexist, and uh, you, can't, you can't say whatever you want if you're a woman. <laughs> Clearly well, not. And- they're bringing back shows like Full House and, you know, trying to play up on the just nostalgia, awful, you know. Right. Fucking revi- revivals. Just a lot of yeah. ideas, yeah. Um, but she also tweeted in 2013, Susan Rice is a man with big swinging eight balls. Uh, so, I mean, it's not like this is, is a new... Yeah. Uh, it was one of <laughs> Obama's... It was Obama's... Um, Oh no! I thought you one of one of one of his advisors. She's black, and and you know Roseanne said is a man with you know big swinging eight balls. So this is not the first time she's done this. She's a fucking lunatic. She was she called Israel a Nazi state in two thousand nine, and now she's like super pro Israel and hates anyone who's not like you know. I guess I'm forced to agree with her on that one, but uh, (laughs) well, no. But now she's now she's rabidly pro Israel, and and she's. I I really think she has like (laughs) mental. Yeah, again, like we hate the Jews, love Israel, (laughs) like that whole thing. Well, no, she she totally flipped her, but like she she just is a fucking weirdo. She ran in 2012 for president as a green. I swear to God, she. I, I just found this out the other day. She is ran as green? a Green Party candidate, and she Yo, ran as like, the most progressive. <laughs> I don't remember that. No. Yeah, it's like Jill Stein denounced her big time. Obviously now, but well, just, <laughs> you would hope so. It's just so fucking bizarre. Man. Like I don't. Yeah, I mean, she's clearly got some other issues, but maybe don't give that woman a TV show on you know syndicated cable. Or whatever. Maybe. Um. So. You know, I you know I think most people are in agreement. Yeah, probably we should uh, we should we should cut ties after that. Um, but you know, now that one of these the right wing uh, blowhards got taken off the air, everyone on the right is all of a sudden trying to get anyone they can fired who's who they consider to be a left wing uh, TV personality. So, so which uh, far left guy did, did person on TV did they pick to take down? <laughs> I'm just curious well, who be, on the far left. That would be left. Uh, Marxist-Leninist, uh, well-known Marxist-Leninist uh, Bill Maher. Uh, they're they're trying <laughs> oh, to get him yeah. taken off the air. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely. Um, that's what's so funny to me is when, you know, I've, and I've, I've said this before, is when um, right-wingers are so, they don't know things, right? They don't know anything. And <laughs> yeah. they'll refer to Democrats as communists. They and call like refer, Hillary Clinton a communist. Right. <laughs> and then they refer to anarchists, actual, actual anarchists as Democrats. And it's like. Or liberals. Have you ever. <laughs> been to a city before have you ever seen what a city looks like oh my god it's, it's just so someone actually posted a really funny tweet they were like uh from looking at my timeline i believe that uh any candidate running on a platform of bill maher should be fired would receive roughly 100 percent of the vote because like yeah. literally everybody was like yo please just get him off the air that's fine well we and, and later tonight <laughs> later tonight when oh god real time with bill maher airs what is he going to do? He's going to defend Roseanne Barr. I guarantee oh, he's going to do it. Of course. He hasn't found a fucking far-right lunatic that he hasn't wanted to defend. He's had Milo on his fucking show, Jordan Peterson. I mean, so, you know, the the funny thing is that all these right-wingers are trying to get Bill Maher fired because they're like, oh, well, you know, she called Valerie Jarrett an ape, but look, here's Bill Maher calling the president an orangutan. And it's like, idiots, no, you're doing this wrong. We could help you get him fired if you would just do this right. <laughs> like, he said a million actual fucking racist things. Um, but, you know, calling Donald Trump a fucking orangutan is not one of them. Like, he's a genuinely horrible, Islamophobic, racist piece of shit. 
and you could actually get him fired for a million offensive things, but that is not one of them. So I'm willing like, to do an exchange. I'm willing to say, okay, we'll take a shit bag on the left and a shit bag on the right and just knock them all out and the world would be wait, better. Where's right? there where's there a shit bag on the left? I'm just like where's there where is there anyone wow. even, yeah. where's there anyone on the left on on, on the alleged on, left. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually like, had a well, I had a tweet that blew up because I quote tweeted an old Bill Maher tweet uh, saying, you know, gee, I can't imagine why everyone across the political spectrum hates Bill Maher. And what he tweeted was, uh, dealing with Hamas is like dealing with a crazy woman who's trying to kill you. You can only hold her wrist for so long before you have to slap her. Right. That was the my uh, response to that yeah. tweet years ago was the one that was featured on the cover of The Blaze uh, and also oh. on Jezebel. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I oh, about how, just, how liberals are turning on Bill Maher. Or oh, well, because it was like it was uh, randomly. I saw that tweet in my timeline because at the time I still follow Bill Maher. Literally three seconds after he posted it, and I had the very first response to it, and it like my response was just "You're a misogynist piece of shit." And that's all I said. It you know it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't like all caps lock or anything. It was uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, it, it got featured on the cover of uh, the Blaze, which is um, what's his name, Fox News guy. Uh, the guy, Glenn that, the guy, Glenn, Glenn Beck's Beck. website, yeah. yeah. And it, the headline was like, um, far left, anti-Israel Marxists go after one of their own. And I'm like, Bill Maher's not one of our own, one of their own. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're right about the first two I parts. I love far right headlines. They're so fucking funny. They're like Onion articles. They really are. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, History and Flicks tweeted out, uh, conservatives trying to get Bill Maher fired as retribution for Roseanne is like when someone you're arguing with gets so mad that they start breaking their own stuff. <laughs> you could just call, yeah, you could just call him, you can just call him Maple po- Cocaine. We all know who History and Flicks is. That's the well, he changes his name sometimes. I didn't know if that's like his. Oh, I whatever. Been Maple. He changes cocaine his display name sometimes. Me, but... mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the point is, yeah, it was it was, but, a good, it was a good comparison. Yeah, that was just really funny, but. Yeah, see, you know, I mean, it's it's far past time for Bill Maher to be fired. He said some super Islamophobic, super racist, super sexist, super anything-ist uh, things over the years. And he's just, you know, a fucking old, you know, melting wax candle. And he has no fucking original yeah. opinions. His face looks droopy. It's just like he looks half asleep all the time. Um, yeah, well, you know, he, he was like, what, I can't say the N-word? Really? I oh, thought yeah, I, yeah. I that thought was like I was... a month ago he fucking did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, all like, well, I guess I can't say that anymore. I'm like, what? He called himself a house N-word, like, in a joke that totally <laughs> did not even call for, like, uh, like have a racial component to it. It was like, he, oh, God, he's just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I, I, he really needs to go. Um, he's kind of a cunt. But, you know, hey. Honestly. It's <laughs> kind of a... Oh, no. Bill Murray's well, you know, kind speaking of a cunt. Of cunts, um... <laughs> So, you know, in their endless quest to get any vaguely left-wing uh, TV personality fired, uh, the right turned their ire on Samantha B because in a uh, fairly unfunny rant, like most of her show, uh, she called Ivanka Trump a uh, feckless cunt. Or she said, do something about your father, you feckless cunt, or something to that degree. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the right is up yeah. in arms. About, they don't understand comparisons. Like, this is... No, the reason people are mad at Roseanne is not because she was vulgar. It's because she was racist. Like, it has nothing to do with... <laughs> it's it's just so absurd on the face that they're trying... Like, how many people are vulgar on TV? Like, that, I'm sorry. That's fucking television. Like, you know, that's that's what, you know, culture is now. You know, you can... Did you guys see Sally Field's tweet? No. Oh, yeah, it was really funny. I forget yeah. what it was. She was like, that's a really inaccurate thing to say. Cunts are uh, warm, 
what motherling whatever and welcoming this, or something. Yeah, <laughs> like just like basically like you know taking the word back kind of a thing you know uh and Probably i was like sally cool. field i didn't know she was still alive um but yeah it well, was like when she we was talk like, about it, i yeah. I want to read a little bit of Reclaiming Cunt by Eve Ensler. When we oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, she basically said, <laughs> um, like, that's inaccurate because those are all the things that Ivanka Trump is not. <laughs> so, you know, the thing with Samantha B, and I, I can't stand Samantha B. I, I used to find her funny on The Daily Show, like back when Jon Stewart hosted it, when she was just kind of, you know, doing roving segments. Her show is such a disgusting defense of the establishment at every turn. Like, I, I don't know if you guys saw any of her. Uh, coverage during the primaries but she would just constantly fucking smear bernie like it, it was just constant like you know i think she's more responsible for that whole like bernie supporters are sexist thing than almost any other television personality yeah, she was openly saying stupid shit like that it's just like why you hate hillary so i'm gonna just go crazy it's jen kirkman only like actually kind of funny sometimes but it, yeah but she's also like a total fucking you know that she's the prototypical rich white liberal like there's a story about her and her husband trying to stop their school from desegregating like their school was going to change their uh their <laughs> did, did you see that story a couple mm -hmm. months ago wait what no she was she was like fighting her school was gonna like redistrict and it was gonna essentially what it was doing was redistricting to desegregate the school and she was like fiercely opposed to her school doing anything that would that would let more pores in basically i can't believe she'd even have her kids in a public school that seems outside <laughs> of her scope of uh i think it's like a maybe a charter or something else yeah, i think it's a charter yeah yeah oh so it's a private Which, school just you know, paid for with public money got it. right right yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah so you know i mean she's she's just a gross fucking neoliberal chill of the highest order um so you know, I, I don't find her particularly funny. I think she's a lot like John Oliver. She's a total paper tiger. She'll pretend she's super tough when she's talking about the Republicans. But you ever actually challenge her or put something in front of her, she's not going to fucking challenge the establishment or challenge authority or anything like well, that. Well, at least she stuck to her guns and didn't ultimately apologize for her comment, did she? Oh, no, no. She she immediately walked <laughs> yeah, back her comment. Yeah, well, she course. shouldn't have apologized. Of course. Of I course. Because here's well, the yeah, thing. Let me be clear. Here's the thing. The only thing worse than calling a, some, a, a woman a cunt is apologizing for it when it's true. <laughs> that is the only thing that's worse. So, yeah, let me be clear. I can't stand Samantha Bee. I think it's absurd that she was forced to apologize for calling someone a cunt like you you know you are allowed to be vulgar and call somebody in it i mean we've had similar discussions on this <clears> show about piece of shit but you know what i mean that's i don't know if that's a one-to-one -one correlation but i i say you never need to fucking apologize for calling somebody something if you feel it now if you're racist or if you misspeak or you like slander somebody then you should apologize if you were just saying like fuck this person they're a fucking asshole they're or whatever I, you, don't apologize like that's ridiculous you're, you're you're letting the right wing bully you into turning this into a into an equivalent act which it's not mm -hmm. right. um so you know and i and i have a whole rant about you know the, the fucking neoliberal you know political hosts on tv which i'll probably say for another time but <laughs> i i um well, i'll get into a little bit so i have this thing where my biggest problem with what they what tv has done and what the establishment has learned to do it's a really cute trick is that they bring in foreigners who are ostensibly progressive or left-leaning or pretend to be because they know that they're not going to challenge a narrative because all they've ever known in this country 
is that people will give them millions of dollars to do television. So like Trevor Noah was born in South Africa, came here. The He's only ever lived in the United States as a semi-rich to rich person. John Oliver has only ever lived in the United States as an actor on television and on the daily show where he's presumably making, you know, several hundred thousand dollars a year. And now I'm sure he's making millions of dollars a year. They bring these people in who've never experienced uh, poverty in America, who've never experienced growing up in an, in an America where, you know, jobs were at least, you know, early on, some it's somewhat available. And now they're just, I mean, John Stewart, came up not with a whole lot no, of No, John Oliver, not John not John Stewart. Oh, John my my bad, my bad. No, John right. Stewart, I, hey, I don't hey, really edit have much that part out. I want I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You miss our bits. Okay. Um, but you know what I mean? Like I I, I just I so I, it's a, it's a trick that they do. and they even like someone like Jim Jeffries who stand up I really like, but he's another guy who came hasn't li- only lived in America when he was making tons of money, you know, as a stand up a comedian on TV they find these people who will not challenge uh, their economic interests because they've never known an America where they've had to struggle. Like it's just, it's a really insidious thing that I've noticed with all these people. And that's why I can't watch any of those fucking shows anymore. Cause they're just insufferable. I don't know what Bill Maher's excuse is. He's just a piece of shit, but yeah, well, he's always been that way. We just got more woke up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, so uh, yeah, go, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know if I really had a thought. I was just going to talk about Bill Maher being a piece of shit and a cunt. Um, yeah, carry so on. I don't, so I don't, I don't like the word cunt. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, the... Yeah, I, I talked about this with you guys. I, just, I just have never liked it. I, you know, it's like the word douchebag. I don't know why. It just bothers me whenever they take something that's female Moist. or feminine and try to make it into a pejorative. Oh, yeah, I don't <clears throat> like that. So, Eve Ensler. <laughs> Eve Ensler, uh, famous for the vagina monologues, um, had a little skit called Reclaiming Cunt, all about, you know, trying to take back this words. So I'll read a little bit of it um, here. It's kind of bizarre, but I call it cunt. I've reclaimed it. Cunt. I really like it. Cunt. Listen to it. Cunt. Cavern. Cackle. Clit. Cute. Come closed. Closed inside. Inside. Ka. Then uh. Irvy. Inviting shark skin, uniform, under, up, urge, ug, uh, uh, then un, snug letters fitting perfectly together, n, nest, now, nexus, nice, nice, always depth, always round and uppercase, cun, cun, a jagged, wicked electrical pulse, n, then soft, n, warm, cun, cun, then t, then sharp, certain tangy t, texture, take, tent, tight, tantalizing, Tensing, taste, tendrils, time, tactile, tell me, tell me, cunt, cunt, say it, tell me, cunt, cunt. I can read that. Yeah. I still don't want the word back. <laughs> right? I think that I, I deserves don't want a uh, snapping at the end. Like right, yeah, I get, I get the snaps. <laughs> um yeah, I don't. I, um, I don't know if any single word bothers me. Ideas bother me. Um, it's, it's a weird. It's yeah, you know. No. So, so there's a guy from. Uh, uh, I got. It's not a real name. Screw He got a great tweet. Said, "I love little cultural differences, like how Americans are super offended by the word cunt, but here in Australia, we're super offended by school children being slaughtered with automatic weapons." <laughs> That's fucking great. I yep. love that. I actually, and I love the way like like Australians and Brits say like use cunt like as as more of a 
a colloquial yeah, it's a, kind like, of word. It's, it's kind of like, it's so common that it's They've taken not away vulgar. power almost. Right. And yeah. It's just like, hey, you fucking, fa-, you know, it's like whatever. It's just, well, forget about yeah. it. You know, it's, it roll, whereas here, it's, you know, it's like. Oh, Are all Australians from New York now, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just it. Hey, words, hey, yo, motherfucker. Why don't you take some fucking Vegemite on that uh, sandwich <laughs> over there? Words only are the, the power that we give them, right? So right. you could you could take it away. You could, you know, make it ubiquitous and everybody uses it. And then it feels like it means nothing anymore. Again, I don't like it because it takes something female, as they always do, and try to make it a negative thing. Yeah, like and, bitch or like anything like that. Ball yeah, sack. I, <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bit of Roseanne. Ball sack uh, over here. You need to tell us something here. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, the, there's, some there are those things, but, you know, it's it's like the only one of them that's really bad is piece of shit because, you know, dicks can be fun. <laughs> uh, cunts can be fun. <clears throat> Ball sacks, I, I guess, are kind of fun, can be fun. Hey, uh, listen, but some nobody... people are super into pieces of shit. You shouldn't shame them. Just oh, yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't uh, <laughs> well, I shouldn't fecal fetish shame. <laughs> and to be fair, cock, right? That also is typically a negative. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it's think, not uniquely female. Yeah. But... So, I mean, people, I think people say it, where I'm from say twat more often than cunt, but I think yeah. it's really? just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People. Twat- it's Twat just, is so '90s. <laughs> oh, I know, but it's like, well, where, where I grew up, everyone thing is still the '90s. It's still all like baggy cargo shorts yeah. here, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like nobody realizes that you like, unless you're going to a Dave Matthews Band concert, that look is sailed. That's done. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you got a problem with Dave Matthews? I'm just kidding. I do. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we my... discussed. I don't know if we discussed this on the podcast or off the podcast. My unpopular yes. opinion. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's um, just, it's like, I think people like those two words in particular, the people that do like to say them, um, because it's the sound of the word that is fun to say for whatever reason, uh, not necessarily because they're trying to demean women or try to find the word that's like the most offensive. I, clearly, some people do. Uh, but I guess it's, the weird thing to me is I was like, hey, what does feckless mean? What does, what mm-hmm. is, and so I looked it's it up. Like, America like, learned yeah. this week, yeah. It's like low intelligence, you know? And I was well, like, feckless you know. to me is always like incompetent, like unable to do anything. Like you're feckless. You have no, right. you can't do fucking any, you know? Right. So I, I think, you know, if anything, feckless is more offensive in this case than cunt is. So uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, Betty White has used the the word pussy, you know, when people talk about it negatively and say, you know, like, like pussy is, you know, tough. It can take a pounding. It's flexible, you know, all of those kinds of things. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's talked <laughs> about that. So you could say the same, you know, for the C word. I mean, yeah. if you can squeeze a fucking baby out of that thing, it's got to be tough. I can't imagine. <laughs> the dilated to hours. what? Mm-hmm. How big of a head can you fit through it? I'm like, no, 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 no. no, just no. Uh, <laughs> Louis yeah. C.K. pre, you know, finding out they jerked off a bunch of women. Uh, hey, fucking really jerk Quit jerking off on the... <laughs> Sorry. He had a really funny uh, stand-up bit about about cunt. Like he's like, "How can you call something so beautiful? Like and look at it and just go, that's a cunt." Like, um, <laughs> how can you see something that, that beautiful and not just jerk off in front of it <laughs> when they're your coworker without their consent? Yeah, or just yeah. you know ab- abruptly um, ask them and you know, lock, you know I, the, lock the door. What, when you know that story and you go back and watch his old stand-up, there's a lot of really weird anecdotes in some of his stand-up where you're like, "Oh, okay." So he's trying it's like to Bill tell Cosby. us something. Yeah, totally like Bill Cosby. If yeah. you watch you know, pieces of that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I mean, obviously, it's not the same. I can't stand Samantha B. I'm. I. I. She should be taken off the air for crimes against fucking truth. But, uh, 
I don't think she should be taken off the air, forced to apologize for fucking saying a naughty word. I didn't pay attention um, to her much, and it was funny. I posted something that she did recently, and a bunch of people came on like, and were, her. yeah, were educating me. I was like, okay, guys, chill. She's awful. She's awful. She's so <laughs> insidious because she pretends that she's progressive and she comes across as somebody who's funny and smart and intelligent but then well, that's she's just I a like, total fucking chill for the establishment i like michelle wolf and i i'm really kind of thinking that michelle wolf might be an actual progressive i watched her oh, some people were saying uh, that, yeah. her show this week and yeah. i'm like i i think she well, might be it but i don't want to tell anybody remember, i don't want to let them know because but here, here's the <laughs> thing funny i was going to mention michelle wolf too because she what did she say about uh the breast secretary she actually complimented her, you know, nice, smoky, perfect, smoky eye, right? And they right, still, right. they still acted as though she called her a cunt because <laughs> she just, yeah, did, no, she it, just, was, it was the same no. appearance shaming, right? Yeah. So it's like it doesn't matter what response. you say; they're still gonna pretend to be outraged about oh, the poor women who so are offended. Go fuck themselves. Right. Well, like, you saw, I'm sure you saw the photos of all the Trump supporters from back during the during the election wearing shirts with Hillary's face saying like you know feckless cunt or whatever cunt kind of stuff. So it's like they don't care. Trump that bitch. That was yeah. like his number one shirt. It was Trump that bitch <coughs> with Hillary's picture on it? Yeah, no. Um, Michelle Wolf is great, and another like her her response to people saying, "Well, we don't like what you said." Her response was, "Then fuck you, I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> she her didn't. She didn't apologize. Is... That's that's what a no. comedian fucking does. A comedian yeah. does not apologize for their jokes, which is why Samantha B is not a comedian. She's a fucking stenographer. Yeah, she's a page show. Know, Michelle you, Wolf kind of doubled down, and, and yeah, her new show what, is really good. People need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, what uh, yeah. what yeah. network is it right? Netflix. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Um, you know, Jon Stewart used to get criticized for shit he said. He'd be like, fuck you. I'm not a fucking, <laughs> like, I'm a comedian. Like, what do you right. think you do? This is what comedians do. Like, well, know, it's, it's, it's the like difference it. between actually meaning it and having thought and intention versus just, you know, saying, you're a cunt. You know, like, you didn't yeah. th- like, <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's why somebody actually stands behind their words when they actually have, uh, principles and believe in things, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that was interesting this week. Apparently they're actually talking about reviving the series with her daughter, uh, who, you know, I forget her name, but, um, like just, just doing Roseanne without Roseanne, which is actually would be a better solution. So those people still get, you know, to work. <laughs> like Roseanne's going to take over, uh, and... Kevin Spacey's role on uh, house of cards now. <laughs> oh so is it the daughter that played darlene yeah, yeah darlene it's gonna be focused she's... on darlene mostly yeah because she's she's on the view i like her yeah yeah um you know uh other thing that happened this week uh a lot you know darker news uh chelsea manning had a little bit of an incident uh a lot of people apparently didn't see this because i guess it kind of happened it. Yeah, yeah no apparently that well i guess it didn't make a ton of news headlines although if you were kind of on twitter at the time that it was happening it was like the biggest crazy. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she's had some issues before. I mean, she was tortured by our fucking government uh, mm. for and you know, however many years, kept in Think solitary that could cause confinement. Some problems? Yeah. I mean, you know. By President Obama. Yeah. By, pre- by, by yeah, liberal hero President Obama. Uh, she was fucking tortured in prison for the crime of uh, telling us how horrible the fucking military was and all the horrible war crimes and atrocities that they were doing killing journalists and killing first yeah. responders in Iraq. Oh, you reveal us shooting civilians? Well, we're going to torture you to prove you wrong. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> you just They, they, they oh totally double down. It's like somebody brought this news into the fucking, you know, into into the DOD or, you know, the, or the State Department or whatever, and they were like, hey, look, uh, you know, uh, one of our privates exposed all these war crimes. Who? What are we going to do? We're going to go prosecute those guys who killed all those uh, first responders, right? 
uh, no, I think we're just going to throw the person who told everyone about it in jail. And those people are not going to see a day of jail in their fucking life. Uh, so, you know, that's the kind of country we live in. That's the kind of awesome fucking country we live in. But so she uh, has had some issues in the past. You know, she's had some lapses in judgment where she's a little too trusting of people. And we've talked about that with like the whole uh, alt-right, you know, thing where she went to like one well, of their just, just parties. Well, just divulging and- you know stuff to anonymous people online who then screenshot well, she got it caught and, because she yeah, told exactly. people that yeah it's like stop telling Initially. people shit stop telling people who you are in real life when they're just trying to like figure out a way to get famous it's got to yeah. be really difficult you know I, I know our candidates all have a hard time trying to figure out who to trust and who not to and mm-hmm. there are sharks and you know people that are in things for the wrong reasons people or whatever that are way too trusting that we people know. that are too <laughs> trusting and then you know people that are just horrible and out to um you know screw everybody and people that are pr- <clears throat> pretending to be progressive that actually work for the establishment and sometimes work for the incumbents there's all sorts of dirty shit and shenanigans going on there's been a lot of discussion on that this week with our revolution and you know some other things you know questioning these kinds of groups so i get it but my goodness like there's got to be a way to find some decent people in your life there's got to be a learning curve she spent nine years in jail it's like okay so everyone's uh, waiting to hear what what chelsea manning did this week that we're oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. so um so you know she tweeted out uh a couple tweets that were since deleted uh one read uh i'm sorry i tried I'm sorry I let you all down. I'm not really cut out for this world. I tried adapting to this world out here, but I failed you. Uh, out here is an interesting phrasing. Uh, I could do this. I couldn't do this anymore. I can't take people. I can take people I don't know hating me, but not my own friends. I tried and I'm sorry about my failure. Uh, and then she tweeted a uh, another tweet with a photo of her, appeared to be her standing on the ledge of a building like in her pajamas and it just said, I'm sorry underneath it. Um, so, you know, a, a, later on that night, uh, someone tweeted from her account, you know, Chelsea's safe. She's with her friends. Thank you everyone for your concern, but please give her space, things like that. Um, and it, it's just really fucking hard because, you know, the trans suicide rate is way higher than just right. the average suicide rate. And I that's think it's just trans like people. That's that's not even counting people that have been through the kind of torture and, you know, solitary confinement and everything else. That she oh, has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's just PTSD on top of PTSD on top of PTSD. So um, but, you know, that's the thing. It's like you can't be a public figure and, and run for office and be that sensitive. Like you got to have some thicker skin. So. You know, like great. Yeah, that's why every time being active is being an advocate, but like take some time off because you got to work on on your own psyche for a little while before you just go right back out there and deal with the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was actually one in four. It's actually 41% of all trans individuals at some point will try to take their own life. Like that's fucking insane how high that is. That's just attempted. Because attempted. Yeah. 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 Do you know Um, what the actual. Uh, I I don't, but I know it's higher also than the national average. Um, yeah. But forty one percent, you know, uh, <clears throat> attempted is an insanely high number, and that's I mean, you can largely look at the way that they're treated in society, and that the way they're fucking, you know, shunned, and you know, uh, it, I mean, imagine just being like somebody uh, who I, I know this is probably like a weird term that, that that a lot of trans people don't like, but somebody who passes. You know, like somebody who's who's ostensibly visually a female. Sure. Uh, and then, they, you know, they walk into a female bathroom and then it's like, you know, 
what bathroom are you supposed to fucking go into? Like, it's like, you know, it's like... Well, or just... That's, that's why the whole gender-neutral bathroom movement is like... Yeah, or, or like worrying that if you go on a date with somebody who oh, yeah. can't they, tell they it first, that they might kill you for it. If they, you know, yeah. and it's like, that's, that's what I always hear from right wingers like, well, what if they're trying to trick us into having sex with It's like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Because for them, no. that could be their death. So they're definitely not trying to fucking trick you into anything, motherfucker. If people get to say you're trying to trick them into sex when they see how small your dick is, like, no. like, that's not, you know, it's. I saw the huge truck, but I just wasn't really sure if. Uh... I mean, he was kind of broad. Naked lady no. mud flaps really uh, didn't didn't give it away. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so you know, and and it's just a shame. And I, the reason I wanted to really bring this up is because obviously it's a big news story, but also. A lot of people online were really hammering Chelsea after the whole alt-right fucking debacle. And I was like, look, guys, she just fucking got out of jail. She's, like, figuring out her life. Give her a fucking break. Like, I'm not saying you have to, like, you know, think think she's fucking awesome or want, think she should be in the Senate. But, I, like, the pile-on I saw from a lot of leftists on Twitter was really fucking gross. Where they're oh, like, oh, well, so Chelsea's a Nazi pile now. On. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I know, right? It... <laughs> I, so I work with somebody who's uh, who's trans and um, and uh, at the Department of State, and uh, he's was p- really pissed about that. Um, but he's also like a real huge anarchist and has a. This is a person I think I mentioned before as a as a. An- How bad is our anti- fucking vetting system at the State Department? By the uh, way, they got communist anarchists working for the State Department. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we have that shit infiltrated. Um, no, but this, this uh, trans guy's got uh, this tat, like an anti-Nazi tattoo, but it's like, you know, black ink shows up better on skin than oh, red, yeah, right? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. from more than five feet away, you can't see the big red, you know, just Ghostbuster like circle over the swastika. You uh. just see the swastika. So I see that thing coming down the hallway, and I'm like, that's a fucking Nazi. Like, oh, wait, no, it's a not anarchist that just has a shitty tattoo where you can't see the, the X over the Nazi <laughs> sign swastika. So, so wait, they display that tattoo out in, like, in public during work and shit? He does, wow. yeah, he does. And the button, like, the State Department's not, like, at all... They don't give a fuck. Well, I think I mean that's fine. The if State they Department is still officially against Nazis, so I think it's fine. <laughs> that's the thing is they don't they don't care For about now. they don't yeah. care about political affiliation. They care about you being honest and not have a shitload of debt. Like those are the big mm-hmm. red flags for uh, for, for security liability, right? Like if you got a bunch of debt, Even student debt, you um, student debt too. I'm not sure about student debt, but it's it's because everybody has that <laughs> credit card debt though, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, you yeah, know, that would make you, the, uh... the things that I thought would, they would care about were things they didn't care about. They cared about yeah. things that were, you know, like have you ever been convicted of a crime? Have you ever had a ton of debt? Um, you know, stuff like that. Have you ever been accused of a crime? Things like that. You know, um, that's that's the stuff of they, um, you know, where where they they want to trust you. That's the big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, issues with the trans community are are difficult. I, I have a friend that's trans and has been educating me on a lot of these things because there's always more to learn from me, um, especially on that. And um, you know, she shared. You know, Planned Parenthood's open opposition to hormone replacement therapy yeah, and, the you know, lots of things like that, which which really, you know, she's talked about the Geneva Convention and, you know, and how that's impacted when you know that that actions that you take are going to inevitably result in someone's suicide, you know, because you're not giving them medical treatment that they need. Um, you know, there, there's a, a lot of more complex things that are at play there. And so wait, I, is, I don't pretend to be able to. Is, is Planned Parenthood a turf? 
Is that basically <laughs> what you're saying? Oh, that Planned Parenthood yeah. are definitely turf. Yeah, I, I don't at all. Yeah, have any disillusions about. You know, it's it's a it's a tricky line because I obviously support uh you know the like women's right to choose and Planned Parenthood is the most prominent organization that provides that sort of uh care. So it's important that they exist and continue to exist, but. The board and the leadership in Planned Parenthood. I mean, people fucking crucified Bernie Sanders last, you know, during the election when he said that Planned Parenthood is the establishment. But he was fucking right. Like what yeah. what what he meant was that like they, they fucking they they just crushed uh, their their workers from unionizing last month. I mean, that was another big story about Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Their their board are a bunch of fucking ne- horrible neoliberals who you know love Hillary Clinton. Uh, and have no concern for you know the actual marginalized uh, people that use their services. And a turf so, is a trans exclusionary radical, radical feminist. feminist. Yeah. yeah, doesn't have to be radical feminist. It's usually just like conservative, but you know, lace women kind of thing. I, I've uh, seen a lot yeah, of people it, who it, call themselves leftists like say <clears> really <throat> turfy things though too. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's there are uh, there's a subset of let's call them uh, lesbians who uh, think that. You are not a not a woman if you weren't born with a uterus, you know, and that um, a uh, a man trans a man who transitions to being a transgendered female is automatically a rapist for trying to have sex with women. Right, they're tricking yeah. them. They're and tricking which, them, which is of of course ridiculous because some women are born without a uterus or born with a non-functioning uterus. It's like, so are they less of a woman than you, even though right. they were, it's just fucking, it's, it's fucking, you know, it's, it's yeah. transphobic bullshit. It's, but you see the whatever. intersectionality break down a bit at this point. There <laughs> yeah. was, um, there was yeah. a, uh, there's a ton of homeless camps in, on the West coast and the major cities. And, uh, I saw an op-ed written by some people who ran a homeless shelter that was supposed to be just for women. Uh, and they wrote about the, an op-ed basically saying, well, we don't let trans women in here because it's only for real women. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, you know, you know, as bad as it is for homeless women out there, you know how much fucking more dangerous it is from oh my, other hobos so beating oh, that's, the shit out you know. that's, that's not unique in the shelter that I was in, yeah. actually. You, you guys know that I've been through that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The shelter that I was in, there was a trans woman that came in and she was flat out told that she could stay there. But she could never dress as a female while she was there, and she was also Jesus a performer Christ. and did all these amazing <laughs> things. And you know, it was it was sad, and a lot of us there were like super upset by it. And I, yeah. looking back, I don't even know what to say. But I said, "Go big or go home. Fuck them." And they were their their argument at the shelter was that it might um, trigger some people. That was their argument. And I'm like, what? seeing someone in female clothing is going to trigger you how exactly which they could never come up with right but yeah what happened was uh she killed herself or had oh some sort of an accident i don't know which yeah and so and i had been like go big or go home you know just you know fuck them and fight the power yeah. and everything and then that happened and i was like my god you know so this is not uncommon for shelters to do this and it's something we really do so need this to was address. an actual shelter it wasn't just like a like a hobo camp kind of thing no, it was an actual yeah, shelter gotcha, with, gotcha. with you know, you sort of pay by the month for a room um, right. kind of thing. It wasn't a, a lease situation, right. but yeah, yeah. This this was at more of like a like a tent city uh, kind of kind of thing, right. and, and a lot of them are are run way more efficiently than just you know a, some tents by the side of the highway kind of thing. But uh, I, I was still kind of like, holy shit, they're really doubling down on this. Um, 
kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, and a lot of these shelters that, you know, this one, you know, said that they were, you know, Christian run and that kind of thing. So they have, you know, that component to it, you know, which is a problem with, you know, so much in the world of, you know, charity and, and these kinds of causes is that religion's all tied in there and, you know, does fucked up things well, as a result I mean, didn't Jesus just say, which is why didn't Jesus say that changing genders is an aberration to God? I mean, I think that's in the Bible, right? Isn't it? It's probably in Leviticus Surely. if it was anywhere. No, considering <laughs> how much fuck clearly shit written is in that on Ambien, amb- amb- yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is why I get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not my joke. I wish I could take credit <laughs> oh, for that. Oh no, it's good though. It was a good callback. Your timing good. was great. You you did the it timing was. part. Um, but so, and which is why it makes me fucking crazy when people are like, "Oh well, you know, yeah, religion's responsible for bad, but they do so much good charity work." I'm like. Yeah, but it all comes mm-hmm. with fucking strings attached. And, you know, it's yep. not saying that none of the shit they do is good, but they fucking, they, just like every other religion that does charity work, Scientology does some charity. There's a fucking string attached a mile long, like, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I have a friend that's Jewish, um, and her husband is a witch, and she has shared <laughs> similar things. <laughs> what? It's a, She's such a, a witch. casual statement. But yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> And they went through similar things because, you know, a bulk of the shelters are quote unquote Christian based and, you know, heaven forbid that you, you know, do something different um, than what they allow. Well, what would Jesus do? I don't know. I so think, did, did, I think did the friend walk in with like a broom and shit or like how they even know that? Can't tell at all. Can't tell. So yeah. speaking of uh, the breakdown of the uh, uh, world of religion, you see how, um, I don't know if it, folk, people probably know how there's there's a lot of African refugees in Israel that are, uh, they're trying to right. deport them, right? Um, yeah. And a bunch of them were like, hey, well, maybe if you convert to, uh, convert to Judaism, they might not kick us out. And basically, like, the state of Israel is like, we don't recognize black Jews. Like, we're, st- we're still going to deport them. I, they the, they the have no home here. Irony. <laughs> it's irony. just, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Israel's a fucking refugee state for re- survivors of the Holocaust. Not if you're and a black Jew. Fucking, you're not the right kind of They have the fucking Jew. temerity to turn people away. Who are refugees? I mean, yeah. that, you know, forget about what they do to the fucking Palestinians if they're keeping them in a concentration camp. But I mean, even you know, like, but that's Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. I don't know if you guys ever read Haaretz. Is that you familiar with that newspaper in Israel? I, I've, I've seen articles from. They're them, right? they're really good. Like they're like the real left, like one of the only left wing press yeah. in Israel, and they do every every good coverage of Israel I've seen has been from them. Right, right. So not, you know, I mean, there's definitely, there is, they are in the mini- minority uh, of people that are in Israel who are fighting for human mm-hmm. rights, but they are, there are those those voices there. Yeah, so fucked up. <sighs> well, um, you know, we wanted to bring back unpopular opinions this week, because uh, we didn't have a ton to talk about in the news. <laughs> um so who wants to start? Who has an unpopular opinion? Because we all are filled with unpopular opinions, seemingly. I'm happy to go first. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Go. So election returns are going to be starting to come in for California. The primary is on Tuesday. And first of all, fuck Facebook for turning off the ads. Um, they have a, a verification process now that they're making people go through anybody who's posting political advertising, which, you know, they allege, you know, somehow tying it to the whole Russia, you know, stuff. Um, but but waited until right before the primary. It's, it's such a coincidence. It's so weird. Ah, I, I don't know how. And, you know, of course, it doesn't seem to have affected any of the establishment candidates who no doubt have big agencies that were warned in advance of this and have, you know, 
people that can get around this process, but, but who it's impacting is, is, um, progressives. So, um, you know, election returns are, are going to be coming in. I forgot what I was, what was my, Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) That we're not going to do well. Okay. So third party runs. I love, I love, love, love my independent people. I've, I've run independent candidates before. I love the greens, no party preference, peace and freedom. I love you all. I really do. I want to give you a big hug, but stop, 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 stop. We are in a duopoly. There, there is nothing that we can do in the immediate, you know, round of elections to get rid of that. And so as I start to see these things come in, you know, and Greens and, and others who've run really awesome campaigns keep getting shocked when they turn in one and three percent of the vote. And it's like you not understand that a certain percentage of people and you can call them low information voters or you whatever you want to call them. Right. But a certain percentage of people don't want to look up all the shit of, you know, what each individual stands for on, you know, every single um you know, level of, yeah. of the ballot. And so they will just vote R or D. And I think it's about 30% that just, you know, do oh, that yeah, without looking least. at anything else. Or they just get shamed into thinking, oh, you're going to throw the the election to the other candidate if you don't vote for the Democrats. I know that you want to vote for the... Yeah, in presidential years so in particular, that's, part of this is you know, that's the case. No, I agree. I think we, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that's a bad strategy. Um, I mean, maybe not with progressives. I, you know, a lot of progressives. Oh, no, a lot of people, green, blah blah blah. People no. who identify as greens are fucking fanatical, like Scientologists. When you, you know, well, 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 why aren't you talking about uh, blah blah blah? He's running California's 14th district. Where you gave air to? They do this every fucking. Why are you talking you about know, Seth Rich? And, and, <laughs> yeah, but it's the same. It's the same kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I love I totally you guys. Agree. I do. You you know, you're my people and fight the power and all of that, but it, it's not going to happen this way. It's not. So pick a D or an R. You know, we can do lots of things on the side to, to try to affect change, you know, uh, but, but pick one of those letters or you will continue to lose. So that's my well, maybe right. not wholly so unpopular, unpopular opinion. Audience, but... though. Like, <laughs> I, think, I know we're all, we all agree because we've worked on campaigns. We know how fucking difficult it is. Right. But... Send me your hate a mail. Good I will chunk take it. Of people that are listening are be like, "Fuck you, you motherfuckers!" No, well, never well, listening no, to this here's podcast. The nuance. I love here's you guys. I really guys, do. <laughs> here's where I hear the nuance: is it's not saying like you can't run as a third party or as a green, but your odds are, you know, almost non-existent. If you're running, you're guaranteeing yourself if, a loss. Right. Well, you're, if you're running <gasps> to to be an activist and to to say whatever you want, you have freedom as a th- running as a third mm-hmm. party, but don't have any you know illusions that you're really going to win yeah. if your goal is to right. really win then yes okay so that is the two-pronged approach is recognizing the benefit of of each strategy and where you are and what you can do with different you know different political roles when you're running as a candidate right so i i feel like I, that's that's what you're saying a little bit maybe yeah yeah i mean there's a role certainly in you know let's say for the democrats you know moving the party to the left you know and that kind of thing but you need to have some sort of a leverage to be able to do that and no matter how much they organize or whatever, you know, the campaigns that I've worked on with third party candidates, I can't tell you how many people approach the candidate promising, swearing, you know, to God that they are going to vote third party. This time's different. They're so done. And every fucking time we look and it's like, I mean, they're lucky to get six percent, 10 percent. I mean, you know, the typical is one to three percent. 
for these these races. I mean, what so do they I even just care what say, the percentage that they lose by is? Like, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It's just an. It's but like they know, just I wanted mean, to have somebody people stroke their own ego. You know. It breaks my heart to see a campaign that could have been a great campaign, but for nothing else than the letter behind you know yeah. their name, and so therefore they're going to lose. So. Until we change and hey, rank choice voting, there's lots of that's, other options we can talk about. Things, yeah. You know, that that's great. Let's let's have that discussion. Let's do ballot initiatives or whatever we need to do to make those changes. But until we do, pick a major party. And look, my... I mean, you know, just to piggyback on that, look, nobody on this podcast has any illusions about the Democratic Party. You know, what, no. what Kashama <laughs> Sawant said about them is true. The, the the Democratic Party is a fucking graveyard for progressive movements. They will do everything they will ch- in their power. They will cheat. They will fucking lie. They will smear you. But the whole point is that they still have the infrastructure to get on the ballot. And if you can beat them at their own game in the primaries, which is real fucking tough, uh, they are almost kind of obligated to support you. So it, the only way you're going to get in as a progressive is by running as a Democrat. There's only one race. Places. There's only one race that I will say in the entire country that has a justification right Vermont now Senator? to run as, as an independent. Well, yeah, him, but no, the <laughs> Tim Canova. Um, you oh, know, yeah. he was he was God. so screwed. I still, so I still think he's screwed. a car. Every time I hear his name, I think that's a car. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, but I also think he's not going to win because of that. I well, think he's not going to come close. Honestly, I, feel I bad, think he but... knew he wasn't going to win anyway, yeah, and this I, I allows agree. him to to continue, you know, his message a little bit further into the general. I think you know there were too many candidates in that race as you know as things were going. So he read the tea leaves and, and saw that, and that's you know again why I'll I'll support him and and I agree with what he did there but we we all know the best strategy is to run as a republican because the best way to get progressives (laughs) to vote for you is to run as a republican in the primaries because reasons so the thing not at all because you're trying to get a fucking job and you have no actual political you know ideology of your own whatsoever and you're a fucking fraud but so i'm not talking about anyone percent (laughs) allegedly when we're not talking about anyone specific i'm talking about hypotheticals hypothetically yes (laughs) I'm sorry, what were you saying, comrade? <laughs> Fuck all of you. Um, that was the big question I had with Bernie when he first ran, was I was like, "What's he? is he really just sheepdogging for Hillary? And it uh, turns out he wasn't, because he really almost beat her, and they hate him for it. They, they, had, to, they had to fucking cheat. They, they were like, we got to cheat so hard that when we get caught, it's going to cost us the general. They didn't care. Um, but then you have mm-hmm. you know Green Party people that are like, Bernie sold out for Hillary. And it's like, no, he didn't. No, he did the least possible amount of things to not be completely rejected. He, you know, like he did, he didn't to make yeah. sure he could run again. Right. So this whole yeah. idea of hijacking the infrastructure, like that's not, he's not interested in reforming the party. He's interested in hijacking the infrastructure and, 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 the, and the part totally, that, you know, yeah. DNC and DCC, C, C, uh, they're always going to be corrupt. You won't change that because they're still a capitalist mainstream Wall Street party, but you can, you know, you can still like, have the insurgent campaign that's constantly attacking that and that's what he's doing I mean, like bernie's not going to reform right. democrats he's not he's not trying to he just knows that you know he can go out there and he can stand behind fucking tom perez and everyone's like yeah and then he gets up to the point where i was like yeah you know he knows that you can't have that if you're running as a green party candidate or as an independent you still gonna have some level level of legitimacy that that big of a party can afford you that's the phenomenon yeah, that was it, bernie it, sanders it, it. in 2016 oh, that's why i'm proud 
That's why I'm proud to endorse Andrew Cuomo as the next governor of the United States. I mean, of, the, of, of New York. You practiced that, didn't you? No, it just comes so naturally because I fucking loathe him with every fiber of my being. The but, phenomenon uh, that we yeah. all love that was Bernie in 2016 would never, ever, ever have happened if he'd run third party. It just wouldn't have. I no. mean, it, it caught everyone by surprise. But, you know, again, it was because he had the platform of the party. He, he would have been yeah. he would have continued to be nobody. So if if Bernie Sanders has made the, the calculation, read the tea leaves and said, OK, I need to run as a Dem, then who the fuck <laughs> do you think you are trying to? I love you guys. I really yeah. do. But even like, wake like up. Jimmy's just always fucking harping about it. It was like this this whole Nick Brana thing is not fucking realistic, guys. Like he doesn't want to do it and you're not going to shame him into doing it. He has a strategy. Right. He's been putting in fucking years of work since the 2016 election towards building up the friendships and infrastructure he needs to run as a democrat he's not just going to suddenly be like ah fuck that now if they fuck him over in the primaries and it's obvious they're fucking him over then maybe who knows but he's not as as currently constituted he's not just gonna be like yeah yeah fuck all this work i've been doing what you know all this compromise i've been making i'm just gonna throw it all away like that's not logical guys like it's not gonna happen all right. Sorry to throw so, cold water on everybody, uh, but yeah. So what's your yeah. unpopular opinion? I'm still okay. So I, I've seen I, I kind of touched on this a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago, how some of the people that we know or we interact with on Twitter uh, are a little too eager to attack each other. And I know we don't sure. not all of us know each other in real life or have real life conversations outside of Twitter, but or anywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just I see people that like all they do all day long is hunt for the worst take possible to screenshot it and say, look what I found. Look at this horrible person posting whatever. And then it's like if you don't participate in like all their unwritten rules about, you know, screenshot versus quote tweeting versus tagging people. Oh, and it's like, oh, like, OK, so somebody posted a screenshot of somebody's bad take. And because I have a new account, I'm no longer blocked by the person they had they had screenshot. And I posted a tweet that was a joke, but I tagged the person who they were they were screenshotting in the thing. They were like, people in the thread that I follow were like, dude, what the fuck? What that's a bad look. I'm like, what? What is? <laughs> you tagged the person that we were screenshotting. I'm like, who cares? They're like, fuck you, dude. You should. Fuck you. I was like, who the f like you're cowardly if you don't. Well, they're gonna yes. they're gonna mass report us. It's like then then you should fucking block them so they can't. Like it, just all these dumb rules. If you don't have the balls, then yeah, don't go exactly. out there and scream. Exactly, completely cowardly. Exactly. I agree, hundred percent. So I didn't say anything other than just to be like, well, that's fine if you don't want to tag them, but my tweets are mine, and you don't tell me what to do because that that's you're not gonna police the things that I do. You know, and it was well, you're kicked out instant, now. <laughs> instant block from two people that I that followed me, and it was just like, what the fuck. Wow. You know, you know, either you need to go outside and play, which is my new handle right now, is go outside and play, <laughs> or just chill the fuck out. Like, log the fuck off if you're that reactionary about other people's Twitter habits. Like, I didn't say anything shitty. I said nothing disrespectful. I didn't cuss or swear at anybody. But I want to swear now, because fuck those SGW motherfuckers. They need to get off Twitter and stop obsessively screen capping everyone they don't like from, you know, alt accounts they hide behind the, the block from whoever. It's like, you know, it, it just grow up, you know, it's just a fucking game. It's a website. That's all it is. That's all it is, is a website. People get I'm very torn into on, shit like that, I think. Yeah. I'm torn on the, the, the whole concept of an SJW in general, because on the, the term, one hand, 
well, I guess the whole the way that it it winds up being used because mm-hmm. so it, it tends to be a lot of progressives using it to complain about you know other progressives that that jump on them, and I see that right. And but the other side of it that I see is um, a lot of these people that are complaining about it are saying really horrible things. And it's not like I'm the tone police, but I have unfriended mm-hmm. plenty of alleged progressives for saying horrible, horrible really shit. Really sexist or racist Really, shit, yeah. yeah. And and I'm, that doesn't make me an SJW. No, for that's just not going, what I'm... Yeah, know. that's not what I... So what I use that... So clarify, okay, yeah. Okay, so uh, social justice warrior, that is a pejorative to me because it's people who just hijack the idea of social justice to, to be a bully, basically. And that you can tell the difference really quick by what kind of mindset they have, right? And there's right. there's a it, I've never heard it put better, but uh, a, an activist is somebody who builds a wheelchair ramp for better accessibility to a building. An SJW is someone who tears down the stairs so that nobody can get into the building, so that it's fair, <laughs> because it's not accessible, right? <laughs> So, so that's um, kind of my thinking. When someone's like, well, we shouldn't have stairs because that's offensive to people that can't use stairs. It's like, well, why don't you let everyone like build a thing to, that's better so everyone can just... No, I don't want to do that. I want to tear voice down. you're using right yeah. now, by the way. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just like you can see there's a difference in mentality with people. And when I can tell that people are just kind of hijacking the idea of, of justice and, and equality and whatever, uh, to just be a bully and be an asshole, like, I, it, it draws see, that's a lot what of I think. people. That's an important... That's an important distinction sure. is the, the bully part of it because right. there, I, there's a piece of me that considers myself a proud SJW. Like I am oh. for social justice and I will fight SJWs for that. SJWs aren't right? for social justice though. That's just their that's just their their their, <laughs> the, the, their I think the term is problematic because it is a problematic term because yes. I, because I, I'm we've I, I've probably been called a social justice warrior for saying like hey don't be fucking racist or don't be right because so, like the right will use it. For anybody who actually I don't, champions I don't care how they frame justice. it because I don't care what the fuck they think in terms of of identification. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a, it, I I feel like I wish I, we I, had a better term. Yeah. Yeah. Or ID politics. Like, because what when I when you say SJW, I think of like identity politics, fucking you know extremist douchebags. Who, oh yeah. Well, that, well, I you know, think it's like only why did why did so many people that claim to be you know radical leftist social justice warriors line up behind uh, a war criminal who joked about droning people to death and you know yeah. ki- like why why was the the alt center you know corporate wall street you know why were they so easy able to take the 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 language of social justice without any action behind it and why did those people that claim to be social justice warriors so quickly line up behind a, a militaristic corporate warmonger you know it's like they were made for each other yeah, yeah. that's yeah um important yeah no for sure um, so my unpopular opinion, uh, this is, this will probably be the one that garners the most argument. Is it about oh, Creed? Um, cause the other, cause we're all pretty, no, <laughs> well, uh, sort of. Uh, I really. knew it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it has nothing to do with Creed, uh, Wait, per the se. the band of the movie. We always got to ask, is it the band of the movie? <laughs> either, either one, either one. Yeah, well, fuck you guys. Creed the movie is, <laughs> it, fucking Sylvester Stallone was nominated for Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his performance in that movie. It's a great fucking film. It is so easy to get you. fucking raw it gets me hot like it riles me up um so no so i i was i I was having a conversation uh with somebody about this the other day i don't think there is such a thing as bad music and the reason i'm saying this if you've heard a piece of music 
be it fucking Creed or, you know, Nickelback or uh, what's the Friday, Rebecca Black or like any fucking music. Dropkick Murphys. That makes it to you. You don't like the Dropkick Murphys? <laughs> it's kind of racist. Fuck, man. It's kind of fucking racist. There's only one day of the year you're allowed. They're Irish. Ne- yeah, well, so you could like them on, on you know, St. Patrick's Day, but every day of the year. Oh, you mean it's like cultural appropriation if you're yeah, like rocking out? To- I mean, <laughs> chances are if you got a Dropkick Murphys tattoo, you're a fucking racist. Probably. Just saying. Mm. Dude, that fucking song. I mean, did they use it, what, 37, 38 times in The Departed? Yeah. The fucking yep, ship yep, up the it's still, it, you, that, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but so I, I think it's kind of crazy to shame people for what they listen to in general. Uh, and this has nothing to do with me saying that Creed is not that bad. <laughs> months ago. But no, I was generally thinking about this because I was um, – if, if music has made its way to your ears – chances are hundreds of thousands or millions of people have listened to it and liked it. So like, it's not your cup of tea, but I, I like there's bands that I don't fucking like, but I would never say like, Oh, that's awful music. Like, is this about David Duchovny's new release? Mm, I haven't heard it <laughs> come yet. On, is it come good? On. You got go, go easy no, on Mulder. You, he's, trying, you he's, he's trying. He's trying. David Duchovny's release. Are we talking about, uh, music or music. some he other make, kind of He makes of like kind of like folk Rocky. Like he's not bad. He's, I mean, he's not great. He's, he's I've fine. Heard worse. He's, yeah. he's yeah. fine. I look, I love David Duchovny. He can do no wrong in my book. Motherfucker was Mulder. Older, and he was fucking Hank Moody on California Cation, which is a really yes. underrated show. Yep. Um, Loved it. But so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's crazy that we like still shame people for musical taste because there, if it's reached your ears, chances are hundreds of thousands or millions of people fucking yeah, love you, it. You, even you if said it's, that, like, but here's the thing. You. There's a difference between bad music and music that I just don't like that's still good. No, that's fine. It, the, the, the thing that makes music that's bad fine. Is when it's a corporate copy of a copy of a copy of a thing that used to be fucking original and had balls and was real rock and fucking roll and said something about the world, right? What happened after 1994, 1995? What did you hear on the radio? Nothing but a watered down version of a watered down version of a watered down version of fucking Nirvana. Nirvana. Exactly. How many many Matchbox 20, three doors down fucking. Google Dell, but the Google Dells used to be good. They, hey, they Rob were Thomas good. is a close personal friend of mine. I will, I will have <laughs> close you know. personal. He's friend? not, but I've met him. A, no, no, no. He's actually a customer in my store. So I oh. talk to him sometimes. You probably can't say because of privacy uh, law. But uh, what kind of drugs is he? But take? he's not. He's not a. He, no, it's not. Not <laughs> drugs for himself. He just happens to shop in the in the in the store portion. Oh, do you like um, working but, little like parts of his lyrics to like? You know, like piss him off or like impress him. He actually is, <laughs> always looks very intense when he comes in. Like I don't want to fuck with him. <laughs> like you know, like you ever see that episode of It's Always Sunny where he's like in the fucking mental institution? He kind of always looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I never want to fuck with him. But you know, um, it's, but, it's like what Frank Zappa said. Frank Zappa said very famously, you know, back when it was all the 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 stiffs and suits running the music industry, they didn't pretend to know what good music was. So they were just like, well, whatever people like, we'll play it. Later on, once the hippies took over the the role of being music executives, they were like, I know what's going to be hip and popular, and they ruined everything, because they didn't know. It was just whatever they liked, right? And and I, th- yeah. I feel like that kind of thing where you've got uh, you know billionaires that think they're hip and cool, and like, oh, I'm going to be the next, uh, uh, what the fuck the guy's name, uh, Macintosh guy, Apple computer guy. Steve yeah, Jobs. like they, people yeah. think that he was like uh, some cool, enlightened guy. It's like, no, he's just a billionaire capitalist that happened to grow up 
you know, after the 60s. That's all he was. You're kind of a sociopath. Right. Well, I remember the first time I walked into a store and Apple com- or they were selling um, Apple computers in like a regular big box store, you know. And they had a bunch of posters for Apple Computer. And it was like Jim Henson and Miles Davis. And they were just putting their faces on these posters for Apple Computers. And I'm like, what in the fuck? What the fuck is that? I mean, I still buy their fucking computer. But I was like, that's a fucking... Because they make great computers. But their their branding is so obnoxious. And their fandom, like where people yeah. go to these fucking events. It, they're just they're like, using God, dead artists to sell their fucking product, you know, that's made in the same sweatshops well, as anywhere yeah. else. You know, it, it's just... it it you know deeply offended me and it made me just think you know fuck corporations any any corporation that's like hey here's a band that's doing a uh ad for this beer company you know here's matthew mcconaughey for you know, fucking cadillac whatever the fuck oh, well, you know th- that actually brings gonna... up an interesting point because you mentioned apple and they used that fucking u2 song you know and in, in, in all their their most famous ad I don't think U2 is a bad band. Like people yes, fucking are. loathe U2. Yes, love they U2. are so fucking terrible. I like U2. I like 80s U2. Terrible. I, hate U2. I like 80s U2. I like 90s U2. U2 was just yeah, I guess waiting so. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to, to sell out. So yeah, there's no question about that. I, I also don't. I don't believe in selling <laughs> out. Like Maybe this is my other unpopular opinion. People say that all the time about like Green Day and shit. I'm like. They made more fucking money to like make music. Nobody told them like, "Hey, you are, can't." Are you, like they just you sound like Maddie from Vox now. He had a tweet about that this week. <laughs> I don't understand why people were worried about selling out. He got fucking raked over the coals for that shit. No, you as a journalist, you certainly could fucking sell out. But no, as a musician, like you're you're paid to play fucking songs like for a living. Like if you don't feel something anymore, and look, if you're like you know, if they have you doing, if you're like a band like Green Day, and then you get signed to a major label, and you're doing like a Perry Como covers record at the best of the record label, and then people can say, oh, yeah, they sold out. If you're just making slightly more commercially appealing music, and I happen to think fucking American Idiot's the best album they've ever made, and that was, you know, well after people considered them sellouts. So I don't know. I, I just Didn't think you two concept... do something with, like, with Apple where basically... <laughs> were, they, they were they forced, forced you to... Forced everybody, yeah, to, to download it. Yeah, that was, was some like, crazy How shit. dare you give me this free album? And I was like, I just... <laughs> Fucking delete it if you don't want it, guys. Like it's free. Okay, so I'm gonna. It, it was I'm a little gonna, cheesy. I'm gonna quote but... some Bill Hicks here and say, if you are a musician, whoever, ever, as soon as whoever you are, you do an ad for a product, you are permanently on the list of people that are suspect. Everything you say is suspect. Everything you do is suspect. You're the, you know, it, look at D Ray. No one takes him seriously because he chilled for fucking mcdonald's and chipotle and doritos it's like you can't talk about just racial justice when you're just like hey i'm a pimp for doritos and fucking car ads i don't know i don't but they didn't write it for the car ads they didn't write it for the car ads they wrote it because it was pure and good and the corporations bought it afterwards when there was no chance of ever keeping that music out of the mouths of tide or Crisco, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I don't judge the one-hit wonders that you know haven't made a dime on their music. And you, you can't know, sell out years. if you were never, yeah, exactly. yeah, <laughs> you were never. And, you know, had suddenly it's in a commercial. With. You know what? That's fine. You know, they're just they're just buying our nostalgia. That's all. So I don't, I don't, know. I don't I, judge them. I, I just think it's. I I, I think there tends to get, in in music circles it tends to get a little too stuffy about shit like that. Dave Grohl said that that there's there should be no guilty there's no pleasures. yeah there's no such thing as guilty pleasures. Yeah. Like if you like it, you fucking like it. Like just you know yeah. we're, we're, tell we're people you like it. And say that, fucking though. deal with it. I mean, that, like, how many, how many? Well, the, well, that that ties into like, there's no such thing as bad music because when I, when people say like, oh, it's my guilty pleasure, the implicit uh, understanding is like, oh, this is a bad band that I like or a bad song right. that I like. But no, it's like if you like it, it's fucking 
Yeah, well, it's like, okay, Billy Joel. So there was I a, fucking you know, love Billy Joel. Like, fuck yeah. you guys. If you don't know. <laughs> he, he writes good songs. I don't, you know. Yeah, no, I <laughs> agree. Fully. I mean, it's not, you know, my typical kind of music, but if I'm somewhere and walking or whatever and some of his stuff comes on, it, it okay. you know, lifts my spirit. So, I, so I, I, yeah, I may have me. mentioned this before, <laughs> but if you are from Michigan and a certain song by Journey comes on, at a bar, the whole <laughs> world comes to a screeching halt so that everyone is ready to sing the line, like, it, it, uh, they have to. Oh, I didn't even think about that, yeah. They have to. Well, and I grew up in Allentown, so yeah, Billy Joel. <laughs> everyone hates on Look, Detroit until York, that song you know, comes on, and they all pretend like Joel. they're from Detroit in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Billy Joel's good, man. Like, he's got some good shit. Fucking, you know, he's got some really good ballads. Like, not like the commercial ones, but, uh, you know, some... Look, that's what I'm saying. If you feel it and it and it connects with you, it's not bad. Like, to you, it's not bad. Now, you could say that there's artists who have less integrity, but I don't think that that makes their music bad, necessarily. If they made a song about, like, how much they fucking love the, the government and corporations, then you'd be like, that's a bad fucking song. But the only bad music is people that can't play. There, there's know? bad musicians, yeah. but there, right. I don't think there can be bad music necessarily. I think there, there's certainly bad music, bad people who happen to be musicians, but I don't know. You too. But the reason I was actually sorry, but sorry, <laughs> dude. Okay. Fucking streets have no name is a great okay. song. Remember, like, remember the edge, remember the edge. He was like, my name's the edge, right? Uh, he tried <laughs> Look, to the pretentious douchebags. Yeah, know. he tried to like lowball some city council on the coast of California into like basically selling a protected um, bird, wild bird sanctuary to him, so he could turn it into like a multi-billion-dollar eco-friendly. Like you know, you know what? What do you yeah, know what the term assholes. "passive house" is? It's like oh, it's it's a low-carbon footprint house that costs three million dollars. You know, so great for the great for Look. the fucking planet. And he fought the city council for like fifteen years trying to get this billion dollar project so he could make a shitload of money under the you know greenwashing banner of I'm doing this is good for the planet, but I'm going to destroy it like an animal sanctuary in the process. It's just like what the fuck is wrong with somebody like that? Like they they see what well, people care about. That has nothing to do with his music. His though. music sucks though. Well, the, music sucks. It's so, it's a yeah, shitty see, guitar that's, player. That's two different things. He's a shitty guitar player. So. But do, okay, so we all like the Beatles, right? We love the Beatles. I love the Beatles. Yes. Do you guys yeah, like the Beatles? Yeah, they were great. All right. John yeah. Lennon beat his fucking first wife, totally yeah. abandoned his first son, uh, lived an opulent lifestyle later in life, even though he claimed to be, you know, a communist. Like he, and he felt guilty about it too. He used to say it in like interviews. He's he was a fucking horrible person, but an amazing musician. So like I can separate you know the two and it, now again if you say youtube's music sucks to you subjectively that's a different thing but I, I don't think that a person being a bad person necessarily reflects on their artistry so what do, you, what do you think about roman polanski's films i'm just kidding, I'm kidding. I, I, you I don't have to answer that for real <laughs> no look it's a complicated but that's also more complicated than, yeah. than, um, than you know the, but you know what i mean like look there's there, there's a lot of musicians who are fucking assholes like you know uh, that's because just, they're real rock stars real rock stars are assholes that's why they're good they can get away with being an asshole because they actually are fucking on another level as far as their talent yeah but i would describe the edge as an asshole like that's an asshole move i don't know he's yeah. just i don't care about him i just he just wanted money that's the thing they they want the the big paycheck that's the only thing that drives them yeah well that but that doesn't that also i don't think takes away from their you know early 80s 
work where they were fucking amazing or late 80s excuse me uh joshua tree came out like, yeah, like middle 80s yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well like streets have no names a fucking great song but like, the problem uh, is that still haven't you, found you've got like middle-aged guys that keep buying albums from bands like you two and they still listen to it and they can't tell the difference between what you two sounds like now where you're basically listening to a fucking coca-cola yeah. jingle every song and the 80s shit they don't hear the difference they don't they can't they discern don't play them on the radio and the thing anymore. is they, I, I they, think they can't public. discern because they don't care because they have no the, no no place of critical thought when it comes to art and music is art whether you think it's commercial or not commercial it's still a form of art that's supposed to make you have an emotional response and you're supposed to critique that as a uh, connoisseur of that art right and so Octone baby i love that yeah, i love it that's a good one and and that's a i good love album. It, you know good. yeah all of you know who's going to ride your wild horses? Love is blindness. Now Jack White does a better version of it, yeah. but it's an amazing you the... song. You can't tell me. I that even that like that good. sweetest thing song that was from the nineties. Oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Acrobat, another great. No, song. I got to call you out on that. The sweetest yeah. thing. Now that was because people people fucking associate with that horrible movie, but it's not a terrible song. It's a good jingle. It's like yeah, a good, it's a good know, jingle. You know. A jingle is is what you write for a fucking not a <laughs> jingle for a commercial. <laughs> Listen, we're. Would you rather us be in fucking Demolition Man times, where every song is a fucking commercial jingle? I'd rather, and all restaurants are Taco I'd Bell, rather, and we have to use three seashells. Yeah, I'd rather do that than waste a bunch of paper on from trees to wipe my ass. But yeah, all right, so comrade, who's your favorite band? Uh, who's your wait, favorite wait, 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 uh, yeah, uh, exactly. I've heard of them. I've never actually listened <laughs> the to them. VOCs, I mean, there was a lot of sort of revival, SoCal surf rock garage band stuff from the 60s that people were kind of playing around mm. with. Um, but this band takes it to a whole nother fucking level. Um, now they're great. And they do, they would do like a lot of secret shows on the West Coast where they would just uh, show up somewhere and say, hey, we're doing a free show. Show up at, yeah, at cool. uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> at this club and like 400 people would show up. Um <laughs> But it, it's it's fucking rock that it's not necessarily the most uh, complicated music, and it all sounds kind of familiar in a way, but it's still kind of indie art house in the way that um, you've never heard of them, if you're from the East Coast, I guess. But uh, So that that's my favorite band, yeah. I, it's, it, I've heard it, yeah. I, I like, I like little bits and pieces of, of pop culture, but kind of thrown together in a way that will never get played on commercial radio. And that's kind of the point yeah. of, of uh, I guess, integrity. So, you know, you you mentioning that though. Wait, it, so can you not have integrity if you become popular? I'm not talking about popularity. See, I'm talking that's about how pro- you become popular. So, but see, I, but there are people who will say bands sell out because they sign to a major label, and I think that's like ridiculous. Like, yeah. you want people to just be starving for it. Like, if they can make money for their yes, art they do. and still continue, <laughs> well, they, well, yeah, some people do, but I feel like that's such a that's like an old school indie punk rock mentality that I just can't fucking get behind. And I love that music, but it's like, I want to see bands I like be successful. Now I don't want to see bands I like turn into fucking turd factories who turn out horrible, you know, like soulless music. But if they do that, I'll just stop listening. It's like, you know, to me, I don't, so we talked about the difference between John Stewart and John Oliver. And the difference was how much money they get paid. Right. So no, but I I said mm -hmm. he came over to this country and he, the only time he's – that was about the economic reality of America and that he's only ever seen America as a millionaire. That right. That's that's different. Like the, these bands are not, you know – these a lot of these bands grow up in fucking, you know, in their garages playing with the, with each other. And then, 
like a band like Green Day always is like the first one that comes to mind because everyone always says like oh, I guess Green I, Day sold I never out thought they Dookie were good enough to sell out in the first place. Well, but... I mean, so that's you know, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, it's but I don't know. They're no um, offspring. <laughs> <laughs> I like some early offspring. Some of that shit. Oh, bad. I knew you would. I knew um, you would. Uh, man, you want? I could go another. I could so, do another forty-five minutes of this podcast just talking about nineties all rock bands. So, no, I know we could. Um, no, but so the reason I really was thinking about this uh, for two reasons, uh, two examples where I was like, people would be like, "Oh man, this is fucking awful." So the new Kanye record came out today, yeah. and like we talked about Kanye last week, right? And what a fucking shit stain he is now, dummy. He's a ball sack. He. <laughs> He's it's a really good fucking album. Uh, like and it makes me crazy because I'm like, he's just such a dickhead, but he still is a really good producer and musician. And I'm like Did he actually write the music? Yeah, no, he produces his own music. He produced he produces other people's music too. Yeah, but that word is sometimes a misnomer. What does Pro- produces pr- mean? Produces means makes the beats and makes the mel- makes makes the backing track. Producers okay. are, you know, like, you know, famous like uh, Bruno Mars was actually a really famous producer before he did his own thing um and he's really good at it too but uh yeah and it's good and i'm like you know what i don't fucking give a fuck like it, and that's a weird thing too because it's like i it's, there's you certain can be a things, shitty person and still make sure music. well yeah i mean we've stopped but but there's also people like there's bands i can't really listen to anymore though like brand new who I fucking loved. I almost got a brand new tattoo when I was a teenager, which would have been a real mistake. Um, <laughs> and because their singer, uh, f- turns out he was like soliciting underage girls on like Skype to fucking like, you know, like have like, you know, Skype sex with them or whatever. And like, he's like kind of like a super creep. Um, and I really haven't listened to them since that happened, but like, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I guess it's just your, your mileage depending on the offense, uh, with stuff like that. But, um where is it going with this oh and then another <laughs> another band i was listening to the other day like i randomly happened to it came on on shuffle and i was like oh fuck i used to like these guys i, I thought they were terrible for a while after the fact was and you guys are gonna fucking totally mock me for this because you're we definitely will. not we of will. the age to like this band mm-hmm. but i was totally of the age to like this band oh, no. <laughs> uh dashboard confessional back in the that's fucking... all right. okay yeah, that's all right. so yeah. you're... i barely even remember who that was <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't um, know. So, no. like, I, yeah. I mean, that, that was perfect for it's me like in the fucking panic at the disco. And all yeah, I don't even know if I'd really compare it, It's a lot more what people, you know, call emo or like would mock as like an emo band or whatever. My chemical romance. <laughs> yeah. Even more so. Like, less, less masculine than my chemical romance. Who <laughs> <laughs> are also fucking great. I mean, the Black Parade's a great record. I'll, I'll yeah, go to like my that. grave saying that record's a fucking great record. But, um, and I was listening to it, and I was like, man, I haven't listened to this for years, almost out of shame, because everyone's like, oh, Dashboard Confessional is so fucking emo, it's so lame, it's so blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was listening to it, and I was like, look, I'm not going to fucking rock out to this every day, but like, this is a good fucking song. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, See, that's... If, you were, if you were gothic or alternative in the yeah, 90s, yeah. The, the whole emo critique never really No, it, us. it's like, fuck you, it's fucking great <laughs> yeah. music. Like, you know. LaDonna, were you a, were you a, was a, great um, band back were you a Bell and Sebastian fan back in the day, LaDonna? I was called Beetlejuice by some people. <laughs> is, is that a? Is, and it doesn't even fucking awesome. apply because Beetlejuice himself was the dude, not yeah, the writer. Like, was that an answer to my question? I'm not sure if that was a yes or no. That was not. 
Did um, you see High Fidelity? Uh, yes, I, that's my yeah. favorite. I have a High Fidelity. I'm staring at a High Fidelity poster right now <laughs> across yeah, from my they computer. Tuck, they put it on. They're like, yeah, I, I'm going to make you know, a ton of Bell and Sebastian fans. I actually wondered fans. if you were Just... a Bell and Sebastian fan back in the 90s. <laughs> all right. I wasn't like hardcore yeah. to that. I was right, how about, The how, Cure, right, Tori Amos, uh, Nine Inch Nails. Wilco? Those were mine. How about Wilco? No. No Wilco. Jesus. I like some Wilco. All right. Sonic Youth. All yes. Right. At least you're somewhat normal. <laughs> but see, but that's why, test? but that's why the whole emo critique was fucking absurd to me because I was like, well, is Bell and Sebastian emo? Are the fucking Beatles emo? Is like no. you know, Bauhaus emo? It's not fucking emo, Jesus. No. When, but no, but it, but the whole the whole designation to me was always absurd because it's like, well, yeah. they have emotional lyrics and melodies yeah. and guitars. Like, what makes something emo that you can you like point? So and it was always a pejorative term for people who it were like should be. In, in like high it school. Should be. <laughs> it should be. It, it's fucking elitist bullshit. I I will yeah. fight to the death on this because in high school I would listen to, you know, hard heavy bands. You know, or like you know, fucking Avenged Sevenfold or whatever. What? But I also Wait, listened. What did you just say? Yeah, but they were no, good. They I, were fucking I don't. Good what was the for like what one the year? Words you just say what was the name of that band? Hard or heavy band? No, no, no. That, Avenged seven, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> it's a real they're, name. They're like a metal band. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've never, you've totally, dude. They had that like Hunter S. Thompson song, Backcountry. You don't remember that? No. Fucking, it was huge in like the early two no, thousands. Remember that? You, you would totally recognize it if you heard it, probably. <laughs> no, but I, um, I probably would. Are we going to leave this with, like, a Billy Joel song? Put your 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 put <laughs> Wait, where were, we, were you singing? We didn't start. Oh no, you were singing no. uh, "Still Rock and Roll." Yeah, I, that, 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 that's not a bad song. I, I, it no, we didn't start the fire. Is a fucking awful song. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but no, I just always found that, and and this was like the big thing in high school is that all the fucking metalheads would look at the kids like me and my friends who listened to that stuff, but also listened to Fall Out Boy or My Chemical Romance or you know Fall Out Boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're fucking doing it too. But it's like, look, it's like, what the fuck? What's the difference, ostensibly, when you call that music, you know, emo, and then you listen to I like is Bon Jovi fucking emo? Is like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I the whole designation was absurd and well, ri- look, musical it was made by by right. people who are not comfortable with their masculinity and they couldn't deal with like music that had any kind of fucking lyrical depth call- to it. Bon Jovi butt rockers. I mean, everybody has their pejoratives. Well, I mean, looking look at, down look on at somebody every, else's musical. Look at every you know? Journey video. It's the gayest clothes yeah. possible, but it's like all these construction welding guys are like, yeah, I love Journey. Look, <laughs> I fucking love Journey. Or like Queen, and yeah. people like, like yeah, you're like hard fucking like construction guys would be like, oh yeah, yeah Queen's fucking Queen's awesome. Fucking kick None ass. of that faggy emo yeah. shit. Like, Look at Ario <laughs> Brown, like, but Freddie Mercury was a real man. <laughs> yeah, right. like, yeah, like, Keep Aria's on loving you is the height of fucking masculinity. <laughs> we had. The I love that track, song. I I look, I'll, again, that's. I love that fucking song. Unironically, <laughs> it's a great song. It's awful, but it's great. You're suspect. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think some I, of those, I, I love schmaltzy eighties music bands, too. You know, now they, I do they too. could be popular and make a bunch of money and still have integrity because they were really good. Right, and now they're, you know, the music industry is very fickle about making money. It's like we only trust. Well, there's no music they anymore. Only trust <laughs> money there's anymore in music. Nobody wants to work hard enough to be a real fucking band. They're just like, nope, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna drop a single, you know. And it's like, well, what did you? How much work did you put into there's that? There's like ten 
people who make money in music anymore <laughs> from That's, actual music. That is true. Yeah, and definitely not from Spotify. I mean, lots it's, of people it's, get it's on Spotify It's all from Spotify touring. Now, you cannot fucking good. make music. Yeah. They should have as, to fucking as, like, tour. That's they true. should have to actually know how to play an instrument and not just like, well, I, I sequence this But touring is expensive, too, unless you yeah, want to completely take advantage of your, your people. I know Tori Amos has talked about that. You know, she treats her, you know, the people that tour with her very well. And so even with touring, she doesn't wind up making very much because she, you know, actually like feeds people and make sure they have a place to sleep and what? shit. Tour's kind fun, of but it's like, she? I know. <laughs> um, you know, you now that you remind me of that though. I should recommend to people, uh, an actual good band that's new that they probably have never heard of. Uh, there's this band called gang of youths that are from Australia. Hmm. They're kind of like, uh, like if you took like Springsteen, uh, and oh, like no, the, no, you're losing me. <laughs> no, no. And like the national. And then you put like Night ranger, a punk band <laughs> no no and like you put like a punk band into a blender hmm. like that's what they would be like they're they're really super good and like nobody's heard of them and they're gonna be huge in two years so do yourself a favor and check them out because they're really fucking and you could be and then you can be the pretentious snob is like oh yeah i knew that band before they sold out <laughs> i wait till after i wait till like the, <laughs> the whole you know wave is gone and when something's not cool anymore and then i can enjoy it till then nothing Ugh. We should, we should just do a fucking music cast. We should fuck this politics. I will we do a music about, cast. Our, we've argued and... more about music than we did about politics this episode. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to, if there's a music cast, I'm just going to play nothing but Donny Hathaway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look it up, hipsters. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, on that note, uh, please subscribe uh, on iTunes. Check us out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. Um, uh, patreon.com slash move left uh, I'm at un- uh, what am I at? I'm at move <laughs> underscore left on Twitter. Uh, tables have turned I'm at, <laughs> I'm at polybent P-O-L-I-B-E-N-T and I'm still at chaosbont5000 on twitter.com and we are also on Facebook that, uh, Facebook move left idiots yes. follow our shit yeah, no, comrades at uh, at uh, C U N T uh, R A D E on uh, D R A C twat yeah. 69 um, all right and uh join us next week yeah stupid cunts (laughs) we should really put a content warning on this episode (laughs) all right join us next week